Chapter 12 of Folklore and Legends, Russian and Polish. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Folklore and Legends, Russian and Polish, by Charles John Tibbets. Chapter 12 Ivashka with the Bear's Ear. Once upon a time there lived in a certain kingdom a mujik he was married and his wife bore him a child a boy who had the ear of a bear so he was named ivashka with the bear's ear ivashka used to go and play with the children of his neighbors but his manner was rather rough for if he took hold of a child by the hand he would give it such a wrench that the hand would come off and if he took hold of a child by the head the head would come off too such play was not agreeable to the parents of the children and they came to avashka's father and told him that he must see that his son did not come out to play with their children or that he did them no hurt the man promised to do what he could he found however that ivashka paid no heed to him so in the end he turned him out of doors saying be off where you will for i want you no longer you shall come no more into my house for if you do you will get me into trouble so avashka with the bear's ear set off on his travels he went on for a long time and at last came to a great forest there he found a man hewing wood friend said avashka to him what are you called i am called dubunya said the man well said ivashka let us be friends after some talk they became very friendly and the man went on with ivashka they travelled for some time and at length they came to a high rock where they found a man hewing a stone heaven bless you good fellow said ivashka what are you called gorunya replied the man well said ivashka let us be friends after some talk the man became very friendly with ivashka and his companion and agreed to go on with them in their travels on they went at last they came to a river on the bank of which they found a man with very long moustaches with which he was fishing in the water heaven bless you said ivashka and his companions may you have good luck thanks my brother said the man what are you called said ivashka usunya said he well said ivashka let us be friends so after some talk the man agreed to join ivashka and his companions the four went on and at length they came to a forest near to which they found a hut now the hut stood on a fowl's legs and kept turning round and round hut hut cried ivashka stand still with your back to the forest and your front towards us the hut at once did what they told it and the four travellers going in commenced to plan how they should live they were very hungry so they went into the forest caught some game and ate it the next day dubunya stayed at home while the others went into the forest to look for game he cooked the dinner and waited for his companions to come back they did not come 
so Dubunya washed his head and sat combing his hair, and who should come into the hut but Baba Yaya. She came riding in an iron mortar, which she drove on with a pestle, and with her tongue she wiped out the marks the mortar made as it passed over the ground. As she came into the cabin, Ho, ho, cried she, I smell Russian flesh. Then she turned to Dubunya and said, What do you do here? Without waiting for his reply, Baba Yaya laid on him with her pestle and beat him until he hardly had any life left in him. Then she ate the dinner he had got ready for his companions, got into her mortar, and rode off. Dubunya lay for some time on the ground. Then he got up, tied his head with a handkerchief, and sat down groaning till his companions came home. "'Where is the dinner?' said they. "'I have been ill,' answered Dubunya, "'and have been too unwell to get it ready.' The next day, Gorunya was left to keep the hut and get the dinner ready. He cooked the food and waited for his friends to come back, when, all of a sudden, who should come in but Baba Yaya? Ho, ho, said she, I smell Russian flesh. What are you doing here? she asked, turning to Gorunya. Without giving him time to reply, she commenced to beat him with the pestle. Then she ate up all the food he had ready, got into the mortar, and rode away. When his friends came home, Gorunya told them what had happened. On the third day, Usunya stayed home, and Baba Yaya made her appearance again, and treated him as she had his companions. At length it was Avashka's turn to keep house. His comrades went out to hunt in the wood, and Avashka got the dinner ready. Looking about the hut, he found in it a jar of honey. Then Avashka took an axe and split open one of the posts of the hut and putting a piece of wood in at the top, he kept the crack open. Then he took the honey and poured it all over the post and in the chink. After that, he got three iron rods, and then he sat down to await Baba Yaya's coming. He did not wait long, for she came riding to the hut in her mortar. Ho, ho, cried she as she entered. I smell Russian flesh. "'What do you here?' said she, turning to Avashka. Just then, however, she smelt the honey, and going to the post, she commenced to lick it with her long tongue. She licked all the honey off the outside, and then put her tongue in the crack to get the honey out that was there. Then Avashka suddenly pulled out the piece of wood that held the post asunder, and Baba Yaya's tongue, being held fast, she could not get away. She screamed and struggled, but could not free herself, and Ivashka, taking his three iron rods, commenced to beat her with all his strength. He beat her till he was tired, and then as she begged him to have mercy on her and promised that if he would let her go, she would never trouble him more, he set her free. Stop there, said he, putting her in a corner of the cabin. So he sat down and waited for his companions to come home. Towards evening they came, and how much were they surprised to find that Avashka had the food cooked and ready for them. 
when they had eaten he told them how he had served baba yaya and how he had beaten her and put her in the corner of the hut when they went to look for her however she was nowhere to be seen while they examined the place to find how she could have escaped they discovered a large stone in the ground lifting it up they found there was a deep pit below they wished very much to know what was in this place but none durst go down Televashka said he would go so they made a rope and let him down wait for me said Ivashka. but if i do not come back at the end of a week know then that you will see me no more when i want to come up i will pull the rope so he took leave of his companions and they let him down when he arrived at the bottom of the pit he found himself in a strange country he went on for some time until he came to a hut and going in he found three girls who sat sewing with gold thread what do you want said they when they saw avashka with the bear's ear what has brought you here baba yaya our mother lives here and if she sees you she will certainly kill you we will however tell you how you may save your life if you will take us to the upper world avashka promised to do what they asked when our mother comes in said they she will run at you and attack you when you have fought for a time she will leave you and go to the cellar there are two jars full of water the one is white and the other is blue the white jar contains the water of weakness and the blue jar the water of strength if you drink the water in the blue jar you are saved the girls had scarcely finished speaking when baba yaya was heard coming to the hut she came riding in the iron mortar which she drove along with the pestle while with her tongue she swept out the mark made by the mortar as it passed over the ground ho ho said she i smell russian flesh why do you come here she went on turning to avashka with the bear's ear what do you want with that she rushed upon him and they fought together until they were so tired that they fell to the ground then baba yaya getting up ran to the cellar for water and ivashka went after her baba yaya in her hurry took up the white jar and drank the water and ivashka drank that in the blue jar then they began to fight again at length ivashka got the better of her and taking her pestle he beat her with it until she begged him to have mercy on her still ivashka would not stop till she promised him she would never do him any injury and would leave that place as soon as he released her so he let her go avashka went to the three daughters and told them to get ready and go with him to the world above then he went to the rope and calling to his companions got them to let down a large basket he told the eldest daughter to get into it and then on avashka's pulling the rope his companions drew the basket up they were very much astonished when they found a beautiful girl in the basket instead of avashka but she told them all that had occurred and they let the basket down again so the second and the third daughters were drawn up then they let down the basket again and avashka filled it with gold and silver and fine clothes which he had found in baba yaya's hut when the men commenced to draw the basket up they wondered why it was so heavy 
and they thought that baba yaya herself must be in it so they cut the rope and let the basket and all the things fall down to the bottom and left ivashka down below for a long time he wandered about seeking his way to the upper world at length he found an iron door in the rock and on opening it and looking in he saw a long passage so he went on and on till at last he came out in the upper world then he went to seek his friends when he came to them he found they had given him up as dead and had married the three daughters of baba yaya why did you leave me at the bottom of the pit asked ivashka and who was it that cut the rope they told him that usunya had done it and ivashka was so angry that he killed him on the spot so ivashka married usunya's wife and he and his companions lived together for many years in great happiness End of chapter 12